Here's Dan Schulman, President and Chief Executive Officer at PayPal, on the discussion Prioritizing Small Business in Economic Recovery, sponsored by PayPal. This idea of how can we help our small business customers really rethink their entire strategy for how do they continue going forward when the world has shifted more and more towards digital is something that we're, I think, uniquely able to go and do. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search PayPal. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. Now, after just 100 days... I can report to the nation, America is on the move again. The first hundred days have left much to be desired. Over a few short months, the Biden administration seems to have given up on selling actual unity in favor of catnip for their liberal base covered with a hefty coat of false advertising. A political split screen of President Biden's first 100 days reflected in his joint address to Congress and the sharply critical words of Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the administration says close to 100 million Americans, about a third of the population, are now fully vaccinated. The president, during his joint address to Congress, cited accomplishments related to vaccinations and the COVID relief package passed by lawmakers. But his biggest emphasis was looking ahead to his massive infrastructure proposals and creating jobs. This is the largest jobs plan since World War II. Creates jobs to upgrade our transportation infrastructure. Jobs modernizing our roads, bridges, highways. Jobs building ports and airports, rail corridors, transit lines. But Republicans argue that the president and Democrats are putting everything they can into the infrastructure proposals, even if they have nothing to do with traditional infrastructure improvements. The president's proposals total more than $4 trillion, going well beyond roads and bridges to expanding broadband, daycare, family leave, and free community college. Wyoming Republican Senator John Barrasso. Well, Act 3 of this socialist spending spree is free everything, free child care, free college, because President Biden has turned over the keys of the White House to the far, far left wing of his party. These are the people who are for big government programs and socialism. While most Democrats sharply disagree, West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin has raised doubts about the scope of the spending and possible tax hikes. And Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer will need all 50 Democrats in the Senate to support the plan if he's to thread the political needle and get the president's initiatives through Congress. Another West Virginia senator, Republican Shelley Moore Capito, is leading the GOP effort on infrastructure. The party's initial proposal is only a fraction of the administration's, about $570 billion. But Capito says she's spoken with the president and hopes to meet with him soon as talks begin for what will be a long legislative process. We know the next couple of weeks and months are going to be tough. But we can do tough things. With Capito's help, the Senate approved a $35 billion water infrastructure measure, which was overwhelmingly approved on a bipartisan 89-2 vote. Still, Republicans strongly opposed the president's overall infrastructure plan, and I asked Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine how he thinks things could play out in the coming weeks and months. Mitchell, here's my prediction, and there will be twists and turns to this that I won't be able to predict, but I think we're going to get there. and You will see the Senate and House do some infrastructure bills in a bipartisan way. My prediction is there will be some pieces of the bill that may not be bipartisan. 
even those pieces might have strong Republican support, but as I talk to my Republican colleagues, for example, they may have a different idea on what the total price tag or investment level of the infrastructure bill is. So we may have to you know, do what we can bipartisan and then use the vehicle of budget reconciliation. The Republicans use that for the 2017 tax cuts. But let's do as much as we can bipartisan. And then if there are areas where we can't get there, we may use the reconciliation vehicle and, and then need to keep all Democratic votes. Even if we go that route on some items, I think what you'll see is at the end of the day, just like with the rescue plan, the bill will be composed of many individual segments that were strongly bipartisan. But I do believe we're going to move on this. We're going to move on making a generational investment in the nation's infrastructure. There will be some pieces where we'll get Republican votes. There will be other pieces where we will incorporate Republican ideas, even if they choose not to vote for the package. In other words, if, as many expect, Republicans oppose the overall package, Democrats will try to move it through budget reconciliation on a simple majority, as they did with the COVID relief legislation. That leaves no margin for error, since the Senate is split 50-50. And as noted earlier, it only takes one Democrat to throw off their plans for passage. The White House was able to get its nearly $2 trillion COVID relief measure passed by a single vote with no Republican support. But the road to another legislative victory for what would be the largest spending package in a generation is a lot rockier. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Republicans have made it clear they want no part of the proposed tax hikes, which could potentially hit corporations and the wealthy. Still, President Biden plans to meet in the coming weeks with the top four congressional leaders as he continues to press for some Republican buy-in for his proposals. He spoke about his goals for infrastructure in Philadelphia as he took part in a celebration of Amtrak's 50th birthday. The president has a soft spot for the rail service, which he used extensively over the years to travel between Washington and Delaware when he was a senator. Today we have a once-in-a-generation opportunity to position Amtrak and rail, and intercity rail as well, in general to play a central role in our transformation and transportation economic future to make investments that can help America get back on track, no pun intended. But congressional Republicans believe the president is taking the country on the wrong track. And with trillions of dollars potentially in the balance, it's going to be an interesting political ride. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.